0: Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run. So we're going to talk to you like you did something great, so you can bask in the glory. Oh man, I was there. That time that you bundled your home, auto, motorcycle, and other vehicles with Progressive? That was awesome. People were freaking out. I bet you get this all the time, but can I get an autograph? If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive coverage from progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and third-party insurers discounts not available in all states or situations
1: uh, man let's do the hotline uh, true insurance and bonding hotline coming on uh, we got uh, Ivan Mazel joining us uh, Ivan are you with us Ivan I am how are you uh, good morning Ivan good morning. what's going on today Oh, uh, just- uh, happy to be here. Well man, man we're right. thrilled that long, you're glad we made it. Yeah we're thrilled <laughs> that uh, that you're able to join us this morning. Uh, Ivan is an Alabama boy and I really want to got kind of to get into the journey of how you got from Mobile and have gone on to just uh, yeah you're an incredibly talented writer right and uh, you know how Thank did you. you kind of hook the skill up from Mobile uh, and get to where you are now because you've written for like the biggest names and I guess in sports, sports entertainment, really, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, everybody here is proud of you for doing it.
2: Oh, that's really nice. Uh, you know, I had a teacher at Murphy High School who gave me confidence that I could write, and when I, uh, I when I went to college, I just spent a lot of time at the college newspaper, and uh, it was three weeks after I graduated, I had a job, so I you know, just always... It's what's always been fun for me and and uh, still interesting. Well, it's
1: uh, it, it's got to be about as interesting of a time to be writing about sports as, oh, wow, as I sure. can imagine. Is there anything kind of over your career uh, that you would sort of find a parallel? I mean, you you have you know really dug in on college football over the years, so uh, it's there's got to be more change than I can ever remember. Anyway, oh, on so many levels.
2: Well, that's a great point, and what I keep reminding myself is, I is I tamp down the, you know, the instinct to be really upset that they're screwing up the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's uh... a. I think, you know, well, I, I just think, well, okay, I, I started covering college football in 1987, so that was 35 years ago. Right. 35 years before that. In 1952, the game looked nothing like it did in 1987. That's so a great point. Yeah, just for sure. accept that. Yeah, just accept that things never stay the same; they keep evolving and go with it. Well, you and, a, There uh, was a day when
0: people were upset that there was a forward pass implemented into this this sport.
2: Well, sure. And in the middle of the 1952 was was right in the middle of what turned out to be a 20 year battle over whether to play one platoon football or two platoon. platoons. Wow, good and, point. Yeah. You know, right after the war, they went to two platoon because there were so many guys coming out of the service. That's interesting. And then once that worked its way through the system, all the old coaches, the, the Neelands and guys from the twenties and thirties, you know, asserted their power and said, no, we're going back to the way that football should be played. You right. know, that was their opinion. You know, that. You had to know how to block and tackle, not block or tackle. Yeah. And uh it was not until General Nealon died in 1962 and, and was therefore no longer chair of the NCAA Rules Committee that was, we went to two platoon football for good. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, and, and then
0: over the years, I guess we have had the opportunity to celebrate that one player here or there who has had the ability to to play two platoon, right? Who can go both ways. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a really interesting yeah. point. I would I think that,
2: you know, they're like a... A zoo exhibit, and yeah. before it
0: was everybody. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's that's a really good point. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, if uh, if somebody was wanting, or you know, people are doing it all the time. Just the industry, your industry, has changed as a writer. Uh, somebody young that's coming up, uh, maybe in high school, that's that's going to college. What would you suggest? That, you know, kind of as a career path to to getting to do what you do.
2: Run away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, I you know, you and you I, know, I we're a, around the same age and uh I'm going to tell you yeah. you had a better run over the last 30 years or whatever than I have. So uh I think you've done it pretty good.
2: Well, uh, and you know, I it, it, honestly, you know, the the news business is in such a state of flux and turmoil right now and uh, as is college athletics, but we've been in it for for 20 years and uh you know the, you learn to write by writing and i try to encourage young people to you know the the beauty of the internet is you don't you don't have to have a job at a newspaper in order to write you know the problem of course is is buying groceries but you can go there are so many things that need to be covered because newspapers don't do it anymore
0: yeah. And, yeah, that's
2: true. And frankly, know, especially
0: I mean, with television, I yeah, mean, you know, you've college got, sports. Yeah, right. And you've got, uh, you know, got the internet has changed things too, right, with respect to just pure television. Sure. By the way, we're on the air right now with Ivan Mazel uh, with, with, with frankly, on3.com, right? I mean, and there's a point. Yeah. We, you've, you've had to pivot towards, uh, you, you know, an internet platform that allows you to do a little bit of both. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm. I mean, I went to work for ESPN 20 years ago, and and you know, and that's when the internet was just this sort of uh, novelty in terms of being a news gathering operation. And I had to decide to leap out of print and and go all in on the internet. And it, I thought about it for a long time, but I, you know, I finally did it because I knew. ESPN was strong enough that it wouldn't fold the way that so many internet operations were folding at the time as, you know, startups were trying and not quite getting it right. Uh, uh, on three, we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll have our first birthday uh, a week from Monday. Oh, wow. And, you know, we've grown so much faster than certainly I expected and uh, sort of gotten our Established ourselves in the, certainly in the recruiting community and in the NIL, uh, coverage and, and I'm continuing to do what I've always done. So it, it's been, uh, I feel really fortunate.
1: Yeah. It's a great site. Uh, you know, I've been, I've, I've oh, seen thanks. articles, uh, posted on social media and I've actually gone to the site several times and I would encourage everybody to go check it out. It's got, it's got some great stuff, including Ivan.
0: Well, yeah. And I, I think at the end of the day, no matter the platform quality is going to rise to the top and, and you guys certainly have quality content. So, you know, this is a platform that can reach many people in many places, yeah. uh, you know, in, 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 many different media, for lack of a better term, whether it's video or written content, and. Uh, you know that that's, that's fantastic progress in one year and again at a time where you know pick the change in college football is it NIL is it transfer portal is it conference realignment I mean you know I- any of those would be fantastic food for any off season and you're right now able to just uh, hit the banquet of all of them here right now
2: well we don't have any choice I mean that's what college sports has become at least in the short term and uh, it's uh, it's just changed so you know and this is where with the conversation started it's just changing so fast and and you know I, I think what we heard in atlanta this week from everybody from greg sankey on down to the players was you know we it's not what it used to be and it's not what it's going to be and and we're going through this sort of uh wrenching transition but everybody's just kind of got to hang with it and see where we go
1: yeah. Well, you know, part of, uh, Ivan, really where, where we started, you know, trying to, um, where you crossed my mind to try to get you on the, the air was, uh, I heard you speak at the end of last year at the, uh, Monday Mo- Monday morning quarterback club. Uh, you know, we mentioned you being uh, a talented writer, but, uh, you have, you have written a book. That it your speech on it I mean absolutely it still sits with me really heavy today uh, I yeah, applaud you for having the strength uh, to write about it and uh, and absolutely understand the reason kind of that as you went into it uh, of why you were writing about it but uh, uh, your book I keep trying to catch his eye a memoir of lost grief and love and is about your son Max and uh, please uh, tell us a little bit about that
2: well, thank you for asking. So our son Max died uh, seven and a half years ago. He was 21 years old. He was a junior in college, and he was dealing with depression and mental illness. And you know, was away at college, and we didn't understand, you know, how much he was suffering. And he ended his life. Uh, and what I, the reason I wrote the book was having gone through that as a parent and having gone through uh, that sort of uh, just such uh, deep grief and seeing not only what it was like from the inside but then in watching people trying to deal with me as best they could. Sure. Uh, was, you know, I just decided I wanted to explain to people, this is what this is like. Yeah, uh, and this is what you, this is what I think you would help you deal with it when you are comforting a friend, a relative, or when it happens to you. And uh, you know the the point being that maybe it would help people understand and and just be a, a, a little more effective in how they handle it because everybody is scared to death of grief, if, if that's the appropriate way to put it, and. Sure. And what we all know is that if you live long enough, you're going to deal with grief. So that's the cost of, uh, you know, I, I say the cost, and I'm, I, I go into the book in great detail how how I kind of figured out. I don't like cost in, in talking about grief. Grief is love. It's just uh, the form that love takes after you lose someone that's very yeah. important to you.
1: Well, you had uh, you had such a great. Uh Point in it too that you, when you compared it to, to like, you know, waves in the ocean, it's, it's going to hit you. And sometimes it hits you a little bit. Sometimes it's over your head and you're drowning in it. And, uh, it's, and, and and all of this is, you know, difficult to talk about. I mean, in my, in my family, um, not direct family, but, uh, or I guess it is an uncle, uh, and a cousin, you know, we lost, uh, kind of sort of along the same lines. And, uh, that was when I was a kid. And I mean, you never forget it. And Uh I can't imagine as a parent, um, you know, having to go through it, but uh, just your way of saying that it it is a great way you want to talk about Max and, uh, you know, it's a great kid and all that. And, and, and I'm, I'm another one too, like you mentioned, it's, it's, uh, it's difficult for people. I'm terrible at it when, you know, you go to a funeral or, or anything of just trying to, you know, all I know to do is say, I'm sorry, and it's kind of awkward. And I, and you had mentioned that same thing. And uh, you, you really want to yeah. celebrate. Uh, the, the, I mean, you hate for the for the loss you've had. You still want to celebrate the person. For sure.
2: Well, you know, look, the way I look at it is uh, talking about Max keeps him present. Sure. And I'm delighted to talk about Max. And if somebody can come tell me a story about Max that I don't know what a, a transition to that is because you know, we don't have any more stories. We're not going to come up with any more stories ourselves. Right. All we can learn about him is what somebody comes and tells us. Uh,
0: we're, we're, we're on the air right now with Ivan Mazel with On3.com. And, uh, you know, Ivan, it, it it strikes me that going through the uh, the exercise of writing this book, I, I would think would have been cathartic for you, therapeutic for you, but I, I have to celebrate for you that for those people who are going through this uh, in that storm where they're sure nobody on earth can possibly understand how blank I feel right now, uh, I would think that your yeah. book is oxygen for that individual. So I want to praise you for that as well, because I think that's a, a fantastic resource for people who are going through just a, an, an incredibly confusing uh, and emotional time.
2: Well, thank you. And I- Honestly, I didn't look at it as cathartic or therapeutic. I kind of had to, I feel like I had to get all that work done before I was able to write. Interesting. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To me, cathartic is, uh, then I'm writing the book for me. And, yeah. and, you know, uh, and, uh, and cathartic to me is here, you, you buy my book and I'm going to dump all my problems in your lap. <laughs> you know, and, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to do that, right. uh, and I tried not to do that as I wrote. Uh, it was just uh, this is what this was like uh, and, and the more we I just felt like the more we talk about it, the more normalized it becomes and well I, you know, we need to make mental illness normal yeah, I was about to a, a disease
1: I was about to say that uh you know is 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 awful. Uh, as that situation has to be, uh, I do think, uh, like this book, if, if anybody's having some issues or any of that, this is, uh, it, it, it is, there's a lot of people out there sharing this and I agree with you a thousand percent. I think, uh, mental illness in particular with, with younger, uh, people right now is a, is a real issue yeah. and this addresses it. Um, and you know, uh, I, th- I think we need to tackle that problem head on cause I do think it's huge. And, we mentioned a few weeks ago uh, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. They've actually made it a three-digit nine eight eight 988. You know, if anybody's having some issues, uh, you know, please just ask somebody and uh, or call the number or whatever. But uh, it's uh, I do think it's a struggle and it's going to to be ongoing and uh, and again. I, I can't imagine uh, one going through it, and two having the the, the internal strength to to write uh, such a beautiful book about it.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks, but that's all I know how to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I tell you what. And, and, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, real quick. You know, so we are all conditioned to when we hear mental health or mental illness to to focus on the first word, and what we need to do is focus on the second word. Sure. Sure. It's not, you know, it's health. It's it's a yeah. disease, and it, and uh, if we do that, I think we'll we'll all treat it a lot differently. And yes. I think, frankly, we have to
0: give a nod to the fact that we're in a singular point in history where we've come out of a, a pandemic and what it's done to us socially and in isolation. That I would think that the number of people who are confronting that challenge has has got to have grown. So, you know, again, let's not be afraid yeah. of the concept. Let, let's uh, let's move towards it.
1: Address it. Yeah. Uh well Ivan we have to run uh I I could sit here and talk to y'all day but uh man best to you and your family keep up the the, the amazingly good work you were doing at On3 and uh again everybody whether you uh know it or feel it or not everybody in Alabama is is proud of you for and sure. all the success you've had as a writer.
2: Yeah. Well thanks so much for having me I really appreciate it.
1: All right get out and play some golf. <laughs> 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 all right
0: we'll see you. lot. Yeah, we had Ivan Mazel with On3.com. Uh, what, you know, what a great because I'd love to have him back. Uh, like you said, I think we could talk for, for a long, long time with him. But, uh, you know, again, yay, a, a resource out of the state of Alabama.
1: Hey, 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 BA fam. It's Tiffany and Mandy from the Broad and Podcast, and we have some exciting news for you. For the first time ever, we are going live on YouTube When Head to www.youtube.com slash Cumulus Podcast at noon Eastern on July 28th to join us, Brown Ambition Live. If you haven't heard, July 28th is when we get our first clues as to whether or not we are really in a recession. And who better to break it all down than your personal financial
2: sisters?
1: If you have a question about the recession, we got your back. The Brown Ambition Live Recession Reaction Show Thursday, July 28th, noon Eastern on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts after that.